have a few quotes uh, from people or about people that I want you to hear. First one's this, he will never amount to anything. So that was a schoolmaster concerning Albert Einstein. You ain't going nowhere, son. You ought to get back driving a truck. Elvis Presley's first manager. You are too stupid to learn anything. Numerous teachers of Thomas Edison. You are fired. You're not creative enough. That was the newspaper that Walt Disney worked for. All these guys were passionate, and all these guys were brilliant, and they did great things, but they also had to overcome some obstacles. Uh, They also had to overcome what people would say to them sometimes. We're going to look in Acts 18 today, and we're going to talk about a guy named Apollos, and we're going to look at his life and, and what he did for Jesus and how much he loved Jesus and the things that he overcame. So the first thing I want you to know about him is he was passionate. In Acts 18, 24 to 25, it says, Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to emphasis. He was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great fervor. So what we know about him is that he was born in Alexandria, it says. That was the capital of Egypt from 330 B.C., founded by Alexander the Great. An outstanding Greek culture and an academic center contained the finest libraries in the ancient world. So he was a very smart guy, but he was also passionate about Jesus. It, it says here that, that he had a knowledge of the scriptures. He was passionate about the scriptures. Apollos could fect, effectively use the scriptures because he had spent much time in the scriptures. A man who had a heart for God but was weak in information. Apollos had been baptized by John and knew enough to teach accurately, but incompletely. Uh, When I was a teenager, I went to school with a guy named Jimmy. Jimmy started coming to our youth group, and he got saved. So he hadn't been saved very long, but Jimmy came out of a uh, just a hard life and a hard home life, and he really loved Jesus. He was really passionate about Jesus, and he talked about Jesus all the time. And I remember being at church, people getting upset with him because he was so passionate about Jesus and because he just wouldn't stop talking about Jesus. And some of them would say, well, you know, he just got saved and, and that would wear off. And, and my question is, why would we want that to wear off? I mean, he was, he was passionate about God. He was passionate about learning his word. And instead of squashing that, like we should want to encourage that. And here you see this man, Apollos, he starts out and he is very passionate about Jesus. He's passionate about teaching God's word. He just didn't teach it completely. So he was a passionate man. The next thing is he was humble. Acts 18, 26 says, he began to speak boldly in the synagogue. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited him to their home and explained to him the way of God more adequately. Aquila and Priscilla were Jewish and had to move to Corinth because Jews were kicked out of Rome. Instead of being bitter and angry, they chose to make new friends. One of the friends that they made was Paul. They met him through their common occupation, tent making. They encouraged Paul and his ministry, and Paul helped disciple them. So they hear Apollo speaking, and they see here is a man that loves Jesus and is passionate and teaches accurately, but only of what he knows of the whole story. So here's what they did not do. They, they did not listen to him and then get on Facebook and say, this fool is teaching wrong, or this fool is not teaching the whole story. 
They didn't go home and talk about how much of a fool he was to each other. They didn't videotape it and send it in a text to all their friends and laugh together. They didn't approach him in an arrogant way. They did what they were supposed to do. They came up to him in a loving way. And what was Apollo's response? Well, have you ever uh, been approached in that way? What would your response be? I was on a canoe trip once, and Courtney and I were dating. We'd been dating about a year. We were in this canoe together, and I was in the back, and she was in the front. And as we started, uh, we just couldn't get anywhere. I, was, I thought that the front steered the canoe, and we kept running into the bank over and over and over. Uh, we kept running in front of people. I was getting really frustrated with Courtney, and I was like, just steer the boat. And uh, she almost started crying. And about that time, this canoe comes by, people that we've never met, I don't know, and they yell at us. They say to me, they say, hey, stupid, the back is the person that's supposed to steer the boat. And I started to feel real bad then because I'd been frustrated for nothing. It had been my fault the whole time. Like, I just didn't know. Like, I, you know, I had not canoed before, and I thought the front steered. Courtney thought the front steered, and because of that, we could get nowhere. So it doesn't feel very good, you know, when sometimes somebody comes up to you and they say something and maybe you didn't know, but it all depends on how they say it. Uh, Aquila and Priscilla approached Apollo in the right kind of way. Instead of saying, hey, stupid, you're not doing this right, they, they approached him with respect. So if you've been in that situation where you're not doing something right, or maybe you just don't know and someone corrects you, how to respond to that? Well, I felt stupid and I was humbled. But it's good to be someone that can learn. And that's what Apollos was. He would learn. He wasn't somebody that said, hey, this is just the way that I'm going to do it. It doesn't matter what you say. No, he was someone that was teachable. He was coachable. So he was passionate. He was humble. He was coachable. So they approached him and they told him the rest of the story. The last thing he wasn't a quitter. In Acts 18, 27 to 28, it says, when Apollos wanted to go to Achaia, the brothers and sisters encouraged him and wrote to the disciples there to welcome him. When he arrived, he was great help to those who by grace had believed, for he vigorously refuted his Jewish opponents in public debate, proving the scriptures that Jesus was the Messiah. It's easy to quit when we feel like we haven't been doing something right. When we were uh, canoeing, like it was really easy for me want to throw my paddles into the water and just say, I'm done, I quit. And even when somebody went by and called me stupid and said, hey, like you're supposed to be steering, your girlfriend is not supposed to be steering, uh, it would have been easy for me to say, you know what, just forget this whole thing. I have no idea what I'm doing, so I'm just going to quit. But we kept on, we paddled into the water, we kept trying, and at the end, we were champs because of it. We knew what we were doing. So you see here that Paulus, he did not quit. He, when they came to him and said, hey, like, here's some things that you could do better, or here's the rest of the story, you don't see him saying, you know what, I just don't want to do this no more. He didn't lose his passion. Because he was passionate, he was coachable, and he kept trying. He wasn't a quitter. And we might feel like quitting. You know, as a parent, uh, even though quitting isn't an option, you might feel like that. Marriage is hard sometimes, and we might feel like quitting. Uh, maybe a new job has us, and we just can't get the hang of it, and we just want to quit. Well, you don't want to do that. 
Like you want to invite God into that story and let him help you, especially when it comes to marriage and parenting and even a new job. Like you don't want to be a quitter. You want to be a passionate about your marriage and your family and, and where you work. We want to do everything for the Lord. And we see that he goes on and he still does great things. Like in the scripture, it says when he arrived, he was of great help to those who by grace had believed. And then it says, for he vigorously refuted his Jewish opponents in public debate, proving from the scriptures that Jesus was the Messiah. This shows definitely that he was teachable. He went back, he was able to debate with Jewish opponents about Jesus being the Messiah, and he was able to prove that. So even though at first he was passionate, and he was going out, and he was speaking about God, and he was teaching accurately, but just not the whole story, he had somebody come along his side, disciple him, help him, tell him what he needed to do, and he was humble enough to listen. He didn't quit, and he went on to do great things, and he made a great impact in the lives of others and also in those that didn't believe Jesus was the Messiah. He went on to debate them and to prove through scriptures that he was. So my hope for you through this message is that you will not quit, that you will be passionate about Jesus. And even sometimes when we do things that we really don't know how to do or we don't know the whole story, when somebody approaches us, that we can humbly accept their advice. And for those that approach, I hope that we approach not of arrogance, but of love and uh, just being somebody that wants to love and help somebody. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for this day. We thank you for the love that you give us. We thank you that you don't give up on us. Father, I just pray that we can be passionate about your scriptures and about your word. I pray that we can uh, seek out people to sharpen us and help us through life. And we just thank you that you're on this journey with us. For it's in your name we pray, amen.